Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. How do we reinvent ourselves? And what's the secret to living longer? I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers to seek a deeper understanding of the world and to figure out new ways to think and create. Listen now. From NPR Music, it's all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. So I don't know how many of you have been watching artists streaming shows from their homes But one thing that struck me is a number of artists covering songs by artists they love, especially many of them, their contemporaries. So on this edition of All Songs Considered, artists we love covering tunes they love. And I'll begin with my inspiration for this show when I learned that Sophie Allison, better known as Soccer Mommy, was covering a tune by Melina Duterte, better known as Jay Som. And Jay Som was covering a tune of Soccer Mommies. The two songs are part of a new collection called Soccer Mommy and Friends Single Series. Net profits from this project go to benefit Oxfam's COVID-19 Relief Fund. The three of us got together on a video chat the other day and talked about the project's origins and more, beginning with Soccer Mommy's Sophie Allison. We kind of came up with this idea of doing these situations where somebody would remix one of my songs and then I'd cover one of theirs or we'd each put out like a, a demo and just kind of like find a way to get a lot of new recordings out, not only for me, but for other people who are really bored right now and <laughs> do it for, you know, a good cause and kind of keep busy, I guess, was like a lot of it because I've just been sitting in my house recording stuff pretty much and playing Pokemon. So I had <laughs> I had nothing to do, really. What was the first song then that was part of this? Was it your cover? Yeah, yeah. The first, I, I mean, well, I guess we kind of, I think the first actual thing I had was this kind of collaboration with MGMT, actually, but that one's not out yet, obviously. And then the next one was with Melina, which was really cool because... Obviously, I love Melina's music, and we, you know, have toured together, and I was just excited to get to cover one of these songs, for one, and also, I mean, Lucy sounds, like, amazing. The cover, Melina, obviously, is great and really cool, because <laughs> Melina's really great at recording stuff, so I feel like they're both pretty strong. I mean, I know hers is. <laughs> <laughs> Melina, you, you picked Lucy that great lucifer song of all the things you could have picked what was it about that one that made you want to do that i love that song i I mean i love sophie's new album it's so good she's so good at music obviously (laughs) and i i remember she actually sent me the album pretty early like a couple months before it came out and it was like a dropbox folder and i'd just be like jamming to every song and i what i really wanted to do circle the drain because that's like my that's like a bop. But there's just something about Lucy that's really cool. It's kind of a difficult song to cover because of the chord progressions and like it like weaves between like minor and major keys and stuff like that. So it just felt cool to cover it.
What was the 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 synth sound at the at the top? That is a plugin of the Juno 60. Mm-hmm. I think it's called a Tal. Yeah, I got a bunch of like new plugins from Tal and I was testing them out with this song cuz I just have so much time. <laughs> Are you doing all of this yourself or do you have other players on this? I wasn't sure. Uh it's all me. Yeah. What did you think of that when you heard that, Sophie? Sounds so sick. Honestly, I mean, it's it's like I feel like it's like a really good just amount of uniqueness compared to the original. I always hate when someone does a cover and it's like just completely like the original note for note and everything. I feel like it's cool when you're doing a cover, let it just go with whatever you're feeling. And it does some really, you know, interesting stuff that sounds super good and just gives it an entire new life from what our studio version sounds like, which is super cool. I saw someone today say it sounded like if Lucy was in a horror movie. And I was like, yeah, it's like pretty much sounds great. (laughs) It definitely has that that spaciousness. uh, Yeah, it's very menacing. Melina, when you thought about approaching this, do you remember what was in your brain and what you were after? Or did it sort of all come together mysteriously? Hmm. Well, I really love the song, and when I do covers, I never want to disappoint the person that wrote it. And I'm just like, oh, oh gosh, I don't like. I really hope they like it, and they don't think it's lame. But I think that song is just like full of so many ideas that you can kind of morph into new ones. And I was listening to a lot of Portishead um, during that time, and I thought, why not do like a little trip hop like version, kind of like do this like looping drum part and make it sound really evil worked <laughs> yeah it did work geeky wise what do you use for your the drums and stuff so the drums are real it's just my yamaha drum kit and i did um gotcha. did one take of that and i picked like the the best parts that aren't as out of time <laughs> and i just looped like four sections and then the rest is just um my yamaha dx7 keyboard and I just got this Roland's Chorus Echo that I've been using for um, effects lately, and that was heavily used on this cover. <laughs> I just got a Space Echo. Oh, it's so cool. Isn't that crazy? Gabe Matching. uses that a lot for your yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Sophie, you picked a, what was a single, I Think You're All Right. What made you go down that road? Well, it's funny. I, was actually, <laughs> I actually had like almost done another cover. I had like recorded a lot of it actually and i just was like super bike what and yeah and i was like what's like is not as good as the other one as her version at all so (laughs) i'm gonna back off from this one i was gonna try to make it like a poppy or 2000s poppy thing Mm -hmm. and i i didn't do a great job so i backed off from that idea and (laughs) i was like i'm gonna go for a different vibe and I've always loved that song, I Think You're All Right, since it came out. So that one came together, like, super easy. All the pieces fell into place as I was trying to do it. Where did you do this? Did Was this a, a Right here at this right desk. <laughs> yes, right here. Yeah, I just did it all on my computer. So let's listen to uh, Soccer Mommy covering Jay Psalm's I Think You're All Right. Baby. 
What'd you think, Melina? The first time that I heard that cover, I, I, would, I cried. I was like, um, <laughs> I was with my girlfriend and we were listening and we were just like, <laughs> we like looked at each other and we were like, oh, I'm crying. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people do a cover of that song, but I think that one is my favorite one ever, Aww. Sophie's version. I think she really stripped it down into a really special and like beautiful way that I think that as the years has passed by after I made that song, I feel like that song sort of de- deserves this sort of bare feeling to it. And she really executed that. And I, I love I love her cover. Thank you. Yeah. You chose Oxfam to donate money to. How'd you come to that decision? Honestly, I, I felt like it was a really great option because there's, I mean, there's a lot of people doing stuff to help with coronavirus and, you know, give people food and like fresh water and hygienic kits and stuff. But I feel like Oxfam is really good because it's so global, especially like, you know, not everyone that we are doing this single series with is from America. So I felt like it was a good choice to pick something that was helping around the world, not just like in America. And um, I feel like they just kind of do a great job of helping everywhere. Well, I hope people out there take a minute, buy it and support the things they love. Many of us are all cramped for money and so forth because their livelihood has changed so much. But a couple of bucks here and there for things you love is you feel good going to sleep and yeah. And it really helps people. So that's pretty beautiful. What are you all missing these days, Melina? I miss touring and I do miss going to shows. I would go to a five band bill show right now and stay for the whole whole night. <laughs> that's how desperate I am. <laughs> like I'd be there. I would be there all night. <laughs> Thanks both for taking time. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I love soccer mommy. I love J Som. <laughs> we should do another tour. We love Bob Boylan. Oh. Let's, let's, group, let's group back up. Soccer Mommy's current project is called Soccer Mommy and Friends Single Series and her album. You can find it on Bandcamp. And her album, she released just before our current lockdown, is called Color Theory. Jay Som's newest record is called Anak Ko. At the end of March, in the midst of our pandemic, Margaret Glaspie put out an album called Devotion. Devotion's a very different sound from Margaret Glaspie. She swaps her guitar for electronics along with some voice processing. And at the center of it are personal songs sung from the heart. And if you've not spent time on this record, do it. Recently, Margaret Glaspie's been putting out YouTube videos and performing some of the songs that inspired her to make Devotion. The first one out is a rendition of Big Thief's song, Mythological Beauty. eyes of someone I have seen outside of ordinary situations even outside of dreams you lie in bed at night and watch the lines of headlights through your screen there is a child inside you who is trying a child in me If you want to leave You just have to say You're all caught up inside 
Margaret Glaspie covering Big Thief's Mythological Beauty. 
Let's go next to Lucy Dacus. She tackled a tune that came out on the day she was born. I'll let Lucy tell the tale, and we'll hear her cover Yola Tango's Tom Courtney. Electropura came out on May 2nd, 1995, which is also my birthday. And Chris Lombardi, who founded Matador, is the one that put that together and asked me to write something about it because he knows that I'm a Yola Tango uh, super fan. <laughs> They're like one of the first bands that I came to love in a really lasting way because I grew up in a rural area and people mostly listen to country or Christian rock or Top 40. And then I went to high school in the city and met kids that had like hip alternative dads with good CD collections. And so I found out about Yola Tango from them. The record Electropura was one of the first that I would like fall asleep listening to and wake up and want to listen to again, particularly the song Tom Courtney because it was a mood I hadn't really encountered before. Like it just sounds like a driving rock song, like it should just be, you know, get in your car, drive, don't think too hard, but there's something melancholy about it too. I think it's in the way that the melody and the chords interact and also what they're talking about, which is sort of vague, but has these flashes of darkness, like this mention of a needle and these movie stars. And it conjured this vision of like a person in a dark room, just like watching movie after movie, which was kind of what I did in high school too, on the verge of obsession with cinema. And yeah, I just really appreciated the poetic way that they were able to capture kind of a specific and melancholy feeling. Julie Christie, the rumors are true. As the pages turn, my eyes are glued to the movie star. An assorted life Mr. X His long-suffering wife I spent so much time Dreaming about El Malbron In my room with the curtains drawn See her in the arms of Paul Said I can't say no more As the music swells Somehow stronger from adversity Out here I'll find his inner peace Now I'm looking for a lucky charm With a needle hanging out of its arm Thinking about about 
Tom Courtenay, sung by Lucy Dacus, a song done originally by Yola Tango. Let's take a break, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, BetterHelp, the online counseling service dedicated to connecting you with a licensed counselor to help you overcome whatever stands in the way of your happiness. Fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a professional tailored to your needs. And if you aren't satisfied with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time free of charge. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to get 10% off your first month. Get the help you deserve with BetterHelp. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan, and we're doing cover tunes today. We'll go next to Sharon Van Etten, and she's just released a cover version of Nick Lowe's 1974 song, What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. And she's joined by Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age. The sweet sentiment of the song and Sharon's slowed-down version was recorded before the COVID-19 outbreak and has a poignancy I wouldn't have imagined from this song. Here's Sharon, then Josh, sharing their thoughts on covering this song. The recording of Peace, Love, and Understanding is the brainchild of Zach Dawes, who I met through John Congleton in the making of my record, Remind Me Tomorrow. He does a lot of score work and has asked me to collaborate with him on a few things. We had some extra time in the studio one day and he asked if I had wanted to try my hand at a cover. We initially tried a rock version of the song and then we decided to put a gentler touch on it. Zach referenced Robert Plant and Alison Krauss's amazing record, Raising Sand. No big deal. Jeesh. Zach reached out to some amazing players. Jay Belarus on drums, Dave Palmer on piano, Michael Schumann on guitar, and my bandmate, Charlie Damsky, on keys and acoustic guitar. Zach created an incredible vibe for me to sing. The musicians he chose led me to sing in a different way. It added more yearning and ebb and flow to my delivery. Zach and I had actually just performed with Cartney Barnett for a benefit in LA, and Josh had come to the show and they hit it off. I had lost my voice that day, as luck would have it, so I wasn't much of a talker and we didn't meet. But Zach came up with the idea to make it more of a duet, and Josh's voice is so incredible. Made the Raising Sand reference even more attainable. So Josh recorded his vocal after we had already tracked the band in the studio. When Zach sent me the new mix, I was floored. And that was my last time working in a room with other musicians. It's hard to even say that right now, not knowing when I will be able to collaborate in that way again. When we were making the video for the song in our separate homes, capturing our current way of life, it was healing as much as it was emotional for me. In my feeling of isolation, I also had a feeling of connectedness during a time where I really needed to be reminded of that. Well, I went to go see Courtney Barnett play a, like a Valentine's Day show. It was the week before Valentine's. And I'm a big fan of Courtney Barnett, and there were so many great performers that night. And uh, towards the very end of the show, Sharon came out. She was feeling a bit under the weather, but she sang her heart out. It was amazing. It was a really amazing night. And uh, a few weeks later, Zach Dawes and, and Mikey Schumann said they were doing a tune with Sharon and asked if I'd be willing to come down and contribute. I jumped at the chance. I think Sharon's voice is amazing. Her voice sounds like she just drank a bowl full of cream. And uh, although they'd already had her vocal performance done, I was thankful because I was a little intimidated, honestly. And she set a very high watermark 
you know, the song's been covered before, obviously by Elvis Costello to great effect. But I knew what Sharon had laid down was just really gut-wrenching. Yeah. This was all before quarantine had occurred, too, so it was done just out of enjoying that song and wanting to be part of working with her and, and working with my friends Zach and, and Mike. I didn't realize how timely it, it was going to end up being. As I walk through this wicked world Searching for light in the darkness of insanity I ask myself, is hope lost? Is there only pain and hatred and misery? And each time I feel like this inside, there's one thing I wanna know. What's so funny about peace? Just makes me 
Sharon Van Etten and Josh Homme covering Nick Lowe's song, What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding, a song he recorded with his band Brinsley Schwartz back in the mid-70s. Nick Lowe later became Elvis Costello's producer, and they did a version of this as a B-side to a single, and it was put onto Elvis's album Armed Forces in 1978. And it's fair to say that became the version the world heard, though Sharon and Josh's could capture a whole new generation. Caroline Spence put out a wonderful record a year ago. It's called Mint Condition. And while touring this record, she'd close her set with an acoustic version of Jimmy Eat World's 2001 song, The Middle. The song's an anthem to so many growing up at the turn of the century, and hearing her sing it at this time, when we're seeing nearly 100,000 people in this country dying from COVID-19, turned this song from a coming-of-age song to something even more powerful. See if you feel the same. Here's Caroline Spence singing The Middle. Hey, don't write yourself off yet It's only in your head you feel left out Or look down on Just try your best Try everything you can It doesn't matter what they tell themselves When you're away It just takes some time Little girl, in the middle of the ride Everything, everything will be just fine Everything, everything will be alright, alright
write yourself off yet It's only in your head you feel left out Or looked down on Just do your best Do your best Do everything you can Do everything you can Doesn't matter what their bitter hearts Are gonna say It just takes some time Caroline Spence singing Jimmy Eat World's The Middle. It's all cover tunes on this edition of All Songs Considered, and now I go to Pale Hound, the music of Ellen Kepner. She's embracing the music here of American folk singer Karen Dalton. In 1971, on her album In My Own Time, she opened with a song called Something On Your Mind. It was written by Dino Valente, best known for writing the 60s anthem of love and peace called Get Together. But let's listen to Pale Hound's take on the song, Something on Your Mind. Didn't you know 
Pale Hound. This song is part of a wonderful collection put out by Polyvinyl to help support its artists. The album Stay Home can be purchased on Bandcamp with all proceeds going to the artists. I'm going to end this show of cover tunes with this stunningly beautiful cover of Eric Satie's Gymnopédie from the late 1880s. The performer is Joseph Shabison. I'll let him tell you the fascinating tale of the song and how in many ways it was perhaps the first great work of ambient music. I'm Bob Boylan. Take care, everybody. It's All Songs Considered. Hi, my name is Joseph Shabison, and me and my friend Drew Jureka did a cover of Eric Satie's Gymnopédie No. 1. Eric Satie was a French minimalist composer from the late 1800s in Paris uh, into the early 1900s. And our version of this song is based on a story that Drew heard in a music history class in university about the premiere of this song. So when Satie premiered it, he kind of gathered all of Paris's musical elite, the critics, the aristocracy into this room, and there was cocktails and a piano player playing music, and they all kind of schmooze before the concert, and then everyone sits down in their seats, and Satie gets up on stage and says, you know, thank you very much for coming, and the music you were listening to during cocktails was actually the premiere of my new piece and thank you very much and have a good night which i thought was so amazing because it really makes Satie the first composer to be an ambient composer to think about music as a function and not necessarily this you know glorified piece of art it can exist in the exact same way and be just as meaningful being background music and it also reminded me of a feeling that every gigging musician has which is playing something that's so meaningful and having people just talk over it, talk over your whole set. And in that sort of loneliness of being talked over, this resolve happens where you know that you're doing what you're doing just for you. And there's a kind of like a warm loneliness in that that I certainly have felt. So we wanted to capture all of that and kind of reimagine the piece through that lens as well as capturing the opium-infused feeling of Paris in the late 1800s which we did, at least we think we did, through a lot of tape manipulation. So enjoy. <laughs> 